looking forward to this. Thank you. Thank you very much. So this is my paper on scientific rebuttals to uh, ancient, so-called ancient alien uh, conspiracy theories of various kinds. Uh, I'm going to do this at a general level. Uh, these ancient area, uh, alien theories uh, are popular uh, alternatives to biblical history, just as much as the history in the Book of Mormon uh, offers uh, an alternative to biblical history that's popular with some people. Here's uh, an example of what we might call fake news clickbait uh, from the website of The Sun newspaper from Britain. Uh, Little Green Amen. Haha. Does this painting prove aliens were present at the crucifixion of Jesus? You see this little uh, here and this little here. Like, they're UFOs, aren't they? No. Uh, probably not, says the article, but that's what UFO watchers are claiming. And the rest of the article uh, takes a very sympathetic view of this claim uh, from a particular aliens website. Uh, that this uh, painting shows two UFOs at the crucifixion rather than uh, anthropomorphised depictions of the sun and moon as most art historians think. The impulse to reinterpret religion by invoking uh, extraterrestrial intelligences, ETIs, gains legitimacy in our culture from the fact that speculation about alien life, including intelligent alien life, uh, is a scientifically respectable pastime uh, known as astrobiology. Since the 1960s, astrobiology has included an empirical search for extraterrestrial intelligence. It's called SETI. And just as Christians need to, say, rebut the historicity of the Book of Mormon, so they need to rebut alternative historical claims about so-called ancient aliens. Uh, claims that offer people with a secular worldview, uh, a sort of historical counter-narrative to biblical history, that nonetheless uh, uh, caters for a certain spiritual longing for a contact with the transcendent. A prime contemporary example of this uh, history reinterpreting ancient aliens genre is the TV documentary, and for those on the tape, I'm, I'm using quote scares here, uh, a series called Ancient Aliens, which shows on the so-called History Channel, or H2, uh, since 2009. Many people agree with the atheist Richard Dawkins that there probably is intelligent life elsewhere in the universe, as he says. A uh, 2015 YouGov poll showed that more than one in two people in the UK, Germany and the US believe that there is intelligent life out there in the universe. A 27 survey of 24 countries showed that 47% of the respondents in a big sample believed in the existence of extraterrestrial civilizations. Russians were the biggest believers, with 68%. Okay. Uh, the Netherlands ranked as the most sceptical nation in the sample of, of life beyond Earth, with only 28% of Dutch survey takers entertaining the possibility. But that's still quite a large uh, percentage. Indeed, a 2017 survey of uh, Americans reported that 47% said they believed in aliens, and that 39% of those surveys said they believed that aliens had visited the Earth before. Uh, this thought is in encouraged, uh, particularly by the thought that, well, uh, space is really, really big and we're only taking up a very, very small part of it. And sort of, uh, given all of that space, surely there must be uh, something else out there. 
an attempt to bring some uh, scientific discipline to that thought and sort of organise at least a sort of back-of-the-envelope calculation of these probabilities famously comes from Frank Drake and his Drake Equation uh, that tries to work out things like uh, the number of habitable planets that we expect there to be in the universe where there could be life uh, and so on to work out the number of uh, contemporaneous with us uh, or uh, alien civilizations of which we could get uh, data, could get information today. Uh, so the number of uh, environments in which alien life could exist. Well, astrobiologist Lewis Dartnell says that complex animal life may only be possible around sun-like stars on very Earth-like planets that have plate tectonics and lots of water uh, continental land, a thick oxygen-rich atmosphere, and a large moon. Uh, the recipe for even habitability uh, goes a lot beyond the uh, uh, sort of newspaper reports of they found a new planet and it's Earth-like because you know maybe it's rocky and it could have water because, as everyone knows, you know rock plus water equals you, know, you could have life there. Despite the discovery of uh, over 3,500 extra solar planets, uh, no such planet. Uh, as this is known currently besides Earth. Recently, uh, some physicists from Oxford University this year uh, in a study of uh, the Drake equation said that when we take into account realistic scientific uncertainty uh, using probability distributions on these uh, elements of the equation, they said we find no reason to be highly confident that the galaxy or observable universe contains other civilizations. Going more to the sort of SETI angle on this, Jim Akhaleli, uh, a theoretical physicist, uh, notes that uh, uh, between 1995 and 2004, uh, Project Phoenix used radio telescopes to look at hundreds of sun-like stars within a couple of hundred light years of Earth without detecting any sign of civilization. And more recently, that search for SETI has been guided by the search for extraterrestrial planets as well through the Kepler uh, telescope. Uh, so a 2017 Berkeley SETI Research uh, Center note uh, published their data that they'd examined nine, uh, 692 stars on a, a primary target list compiled using data from the Kepler uh, satellite uh, and that uh, none of their uh, even possible uh, signals uh, that passed their uh, threshold for that might be interesting, let's have a look. None of those signals uh, originated from artificial extraterrestrial sources. A paper from this year, published in the Astronomical Journal, um, focused on 14 planetary systems uh, within 420 and uh, 13,000 light years of Earth. Uh, they uh, searched a huge uh, range of signals and concluded that all of their, even their candidate signals, were observed in more than one direction in the sky, thereby ruling them out as extraterrestrial in origin. As well as investigating individual stars and planets, uh, planetary systems, astronomers now search at the galactic level for the energetic signatures of civilizations that might be using much of a galaxy's starlight to satisfy their power requirements. A 2015 Swedish study of 1,359 spiral galaxies detected no signs of galactic scale civilization. And another uh, paper from 2015 uh, reported here in Scientific America. After examining some 100,000 nearby large galaxies, a team of researchers uh, had found there were no obvious signs of advanced technological civilizations. 
Indeed, even if you had an environment capable of life being there, uh, and, uh, would that environment allow any life that did happen to evolve there to uh, produce science? There were all sorts of preconditions of science, uh, physically and sociologically, pointed out by Gonzalez and Richard in uh, places like their book, The Privileged Planet. Uh, and many astronomers think really the simplest explanation here is there just aren't other uh, civilizations. Even if they existed, could they get here even if they wanted to? Here's an interesting paper pointing out a problem with uh, hydrogen carbon. Um, if you go uh, really fast so that you can get across these vast distances in space, the hydrogen carbon atoms hitting you uh, become really dangerous and produce lots of difficulties. If you go slow enough that those uh, that doesn't uh, form a problem, then you're going too slow to get anywhere in any realistic uh, time frame. Uh, they say speed kills. Highly relativistic spaceflight would be fatal for passengers and the instrumentation of any ship. So uh, uh, Lawrence Krauss, who's a, a neo-atheist uh, physicist, uh, calculates that energy expenditures beyond our current wildest dreams would be needed for interstellar travel. He says we probably don't have to worry too much about being abducted by aliens. <laughs> Some people, of course, think that they have been abducted by aliens or that they've seen UFOs, but upon investigation, at least the vast majority of these unidentified flying objects become identified uh, as misperceived things of non-extraterrestrial uh, non nature. And uh, uh, psychologist uh, Susan Clancy, talking about alien abduction memories, uh, says they're best understood as a sort of blend of fantasy proneness, memory distortion, <coughs> culturally available scripts, slip, uh, sleep hallucinations, uh, aided and abetted by the suggestions and reinforcements of hypnotherapy. Often these stories emerge when people go to a hypnotherapist to help them remember what happened to them when that strange thing happened to them, and then they come out with a culturally recognisable uh, uh, story of abduction. So I would conclude that alien conspiracy theories uh, of all kinds involving ancient aliens, or indeed present-day aliens, uh, are convoluted and highly ad hoc, and multiple facets of such theories are strongly disconfirmed by uh, scientific evidence readily available from secular scientific sources. So this is not a theologically grounded critique, uh, but a, a secular scientific grounded critique of uh, such secular reinterpretations of religious history.